drop. <laughs> Are we going? Yeah, we're recording. All right, should we put? Let's play the music. Play the music. All right, station. Ah, <laughs> oh, goddamn it! <laughs> I, how do you do that every time? We've been to the past. It's not a perfect system. We've been to the future. Yeah, but there's like file A, the file outline. B. Name no. them because it's not a per well they're labeled intro the and outro. Is here. Best time to be. Oh my god. Nah. I'm gonna I need a I'm gonna pull up the page, uh, Wikipedia page about this. Now as we can say is They're labeled intro and outro. Shut up! <laughs> I just typed it I typed in Bill and Till. Oh, I so I, shreddy. I am so excited. I I'm excited too. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. <laughs> happy to be happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just should we just let it ride for a little bit? Yeah, more? no, we should just keep this playing on a loop throughout the, the entire whole, podcast. The whole episode? I just like to get to this part before we actually start. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this guy plays like Rufus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of We Do Keanu. Oh my gosh! I am so excited about this. Oh, one. me too. I can't. I <sighs> can't wait to dig in. Uh, before we do that. Uh, <laughs> My name is Brett Battostain. And my name is Dylan Haas. And uh, if this is your first time listening, this is We Do Keanu, and uh, it's the... The greatest podcast about Keanu Reeves ever. You yeah, oh yeah. For well, sure. That's a given, but what do we do on this show? <laughs> I, I don't know. We take a lot of pee breaks. <laughs> take a lot of pee breaks. That's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> uh, We're doing a retrospective of every film of Keanu Reeves in his filmography. That's exactly right. Yes. Thank you, Dylan. Yes. <laughs> I said it concisely. Yeah. Uh, Second what? Eleven episodes? No. What what movie are we on here? Is this this like, is number six? Six. Okay. This that, is number I six. I actually had that number in my head. Six. Okay. So la last week was the Prince of Pennsylvania, <laughs> which was uh, a <laughs> big old no. It was, in, it was a goose egg. <laughs> Gotta be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Although my memories of it, I'm like, I didn't hate that movie. I, I just, there's no reason I ever watch it. Right. It was, not, it was. As El Stinkaroo now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a horrible experience, but it was not fun. There's a reason why <laughs> the only available copies of it are fading images on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, tab. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but, but here, okay. Th <sighs> this is the, I mean, this is the one, right? This is, this is the one. This is the one, I mean, no, not The Matrix. <laughs> you fools. This is so much better than The Matrix. This movie is so great. What? So great. So fucking great. Oh, my God. I can't oh, believe yeah. how much I still loved watching this movie again. If, if you didn't know from the title of this episode, <laughs> we're talking Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. From the fucking opening, just the image and the music of this movie, I, I was just like, oh, yeah. I love this movie. I can't. I I couldn't believe how excited I was to watch it, <laughs> and I didn't feel like watching it. I was like, uh, I should probably rewatch it just for the podcast. Yeah, because we're gonna have so we get, mainly because of the one we got to do later. Right. But 
from the opening, I was just like, oh my God, I'm right back in, all the way in, 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I This movie is so good. I love this movie so fucking much. I'm an idiot about it. There was a lot that I hope I hope we'll get into it as kind of we go through as we sure. move through it because there's a lot look watching it kind of through like a critical lens <laughs> of like air quotes yeah 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 <laughs> very loose watching it with the intent of like reviewing it somehow versus just getting high and going eh, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was a lot that kind of jumped out at me that I was like oh that's a cool touch the, that the, I, there I are didn't... so many subtle things about this movie not even subtle necessarily as overly thought out like Every character in this movie, all of the historical figures, they are bringing it. Not one of them is just like, I'm going to dress like this and act kind of silly. Like they are method as fuck. It's like they pulled them off of like some like Chicago theater. Like oh, maybe yeah. not New York or like a major, but right, Chicago is probably pretty major. But OK, let's say Minneapolis. Theater. <laughs> you know what's funny is as I was watching the movie, my I kept, what kept going through my head was I feel like Dylan is going to recognize some of these actors oh, oh, and then oh. and be like it's fucking uh jimmy from that show in the 70s there's not a lot of that but the the musical people I, i'm assuming that you i mean you caught that joan of arc is the woman from from uh, the go-go's yes and so which i remember when i saw it, i was like okay that's oh, fuck, what, uh, uh weiss what's her name uh jane weedman that's right yeah yeah, um, yeah. when i saw it okay so like, i saw this movie in the movie theater at least two times, probably three times when it came out. Like I, in 1989, I fucking loved this movie. It was, I, it, it was the thing my, my buddy and I would quote it constantly. We did the like run from across oh, the room yeah. and jump in the air and do the double <laughs> high five from the end. How we old were the, you in 89? Uh, I was a senior in high school. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, 17. so maybe a little bit old to be doing stuff like that. But. <laughs> well, it was, the, it was, that's how old they are in the movie. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> we did the we did the grab each other and then the f word, which you know it, it was hilarious. Don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong. In yeah, 1989, yeah. that shit was a fucking hilarious. But yeah, we would do and we'd also do the like. You're you're. Do you remember when your stepmom was was a senior and we were freshmen? Yeah. Shut up, Ted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut remember, up, Ted. Remember when I asked her to prom? Shut up, Ted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We would do that all the time. Um, I <laughs> I would always do uh, sixty nine dudes. Oh yeah, of course. Sixty nine dudes. That's yeah. one of my favorites. There was I was writing down a lot of just like my favorite lines throughout the movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I was doing that too. Oh, I was doing it all over the place. In fact, that's what my my notes are either starred notes that are like more critical or not more more about the movie itself right as uh it starred so that later when we get around to the bogus journey i can i can do the parallels with it because right. i still maintain that this movie is better this movie is better made and is more effective as a story arc all of the things but granted i've only watched bogus journey like all the way through maybe twice i i, I I actually feel like you'll find have some appreciation for it. I think you're right through modern eyes. I think you're right because the last time I watched it was after you and I had our disagreement about this, oh. and then I watched it when it showed up on Netflix, and I was like, I, I don't hate this movie as much as I remember hating it. We'll, but if, again, we'll get to it. We will get to it because this movie, and I think that is part of it, is because I was whatever a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. I loved this movie and it is it's a better made film it really is it's so like the the attention to the time travel stuff even though it's goony they do such interesting stuff with like the <clears throat> 
coming back later, like going, oh, after it's all over, why don't we just come back and do this? And when it's all over, why don't we? Well, Which is a silly, silly trope, okay. but it's so funny how they do it, with but, the exception of the garbage can. The garbage can has always bothered me. Yeah, because where did it come from? <laughs> even watching it in the movie theater, I was like, that, that one's too far. But, like, okay, so that's actually one criticism. I not It's not even a criticism, but... <laughs> And I the, feel like before we go, we don't need to bother going through what this movie is no, about. Because no, no. if you don't yeah. know, go fuck yourself yeah, and go exactly. watch it. Because it's the best one I, of the best movies I, I agree. in the world. Uh, so we'll just be we'll, we'll just say <laughs> start, we'll, we'll be just start ju- referencing. Yeah, it. we'll just be jumping around a lot. We're not oh, yeah. going to go just through like the like movie beat by itself. Beat. Yeah, like, just like the action that but takes place. They don't seem to really have that much of an interest in like <laughs> adhering to the cinematic rules of time travel. Well, okay, it's also eighty. Nine. 89. So, it's so four, it's four years, years after, after Back, Back to, the to the Future. Future. Yeah. yeah. Back to the Future 2 hasn't been released yet. Right. I think that came out maybe... But like Back to the Future is so meticulous mm-hmm. with how... Well, I think it was a junior when this came out. I think this came out early in 89 and I, I graduated in 90s. So this might have been in the spring. So I think I was still... It came out February. Yeah. So this yeah. is junior year. Okay. Okay. So Back to the Future is like so meticulous with like everything kind of like linking up like uh, kind of like... Uh, yeah. You know... It, well, and they do like when they... The, the the finding themselves in Circle K and then coming back to that scene again later in well, the movie so, was, but my gripe, to me, I was like, that's so fucking great. That is great. But then the fact that they're going back, back and again, like- later? Pl- no, that they're plucking right. historical figures out of time uh-huh. and it doesn't have any consequence on the future oh, at all. Agreed. Well, that, it, that was clearly, they were just like, we're just going to be goofy now. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel yeah. I that's, feel, yeah. that's why it's kind of funny is because like, Sometimes time travel does affect the future, and yeah, I got gotcha. you. A majority and of the time, it, it has, has no, no impact, impact at all. At all, <laughs> no. And I, you're right, but I feel it's playful enough. It's okay. Yeah, it's playful enough that you don't. I at least never even lingered on that because yeah, of course that crossed my mind because that's the whole point of Back to the Future is anything you do is going to impact the future. And right. The second they pluck someone out of. The f- Especially in that time, I know for sure I thought that. I'm like, ooh, what are they going to wind up doing? And then then they just start grabbing so many of them. You're like, eh, it's just going to be yeah. stupid. Because then what do they do with them after the fact? And they've all been exposed to the future, and then they go back to the Like, of course, it's going to fuck everything up. Yeah, like, yeah, nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> yeah. It's just ridiculous. And it wasn't intended to have a sequel, too, right? Like, it's right. clear, like, that was going to be it. Yeah. So that's I, also, I think, part of why when they did the sequel and it didn't deal with time travel specifically i think that's my biggest beef with that movie is like what this could just be anybody then this doesn't have to be bill and ted well the so it's it's tough to not talk about the sequel in that that's why i said we should just do both of them right now (laughs) because because the, the it's all about the speech at the end of Bogus Journey that we play at the beginning but of our. So is but, this one is all about that fucking Abraham Lincoln speech. As soon as no, Abraham Lincoln no, no, came no, no, up to but, start giving his speech, here's the thing: because the this movie is about the uh, is about the here and now, or no, is about yeah, the now, yeah, yeah, and the yeah, sequel yeah. is about the here. Right. That's why they are great companion pieces. What are you talking about? Now versus here. What do you mean? Because. This movie's about time travel uh-huh. and why now being in Sam Demas right now is the time to be. Okay. And the sequel is about why being a lot like here, here okay. alive is like the t- like is oh, the place Sam to never, be. Never thought of that. So they're great okay. companion pieces because it's like the here and the now. So is the next one going to be about when? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but it, like in that sense, it's kind of, it's like very uh, like Bill and Ted are very like Taoist, you know? Oh, oh they're <laughs> but they're also in this too, right? They're oh yeah. Like, the 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 whole like they're Winnie the Pooh yeah yeah exactly <laughs> the the like 
true knowledge is knowing that you don't know anything. And they're like, that's us, dude. Yeah. That's just <laughs> perfect. I mean, dude, that line has was very influential on me uh, in yeah, my life. Of course. No, it, everything about this movie is smarter than it. That, oh, that was one of my across, notes. Right? One of my notes was, uh, where did I Oh, where did I put it? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I said, I think this movie is maybe deeper than people think. Like it, one yeah. of the, one of the things that I thought was cool is that it like, uh, it speaks to like the young person yeah. who feels like they're destined for more, but at the same time, the biggest obstacle in their way is just finishing high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, it, 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 I love that. It, it was packaged and presented as this goofy comedy, but there's so many little like thoughtful touches. I, I don't know who the director is. That's the it, it funny was thing. Stephen Herrick. Right. But I don't know who that is. Right. Like he, it, he didn't go on to do a bunch of stuff in a way that uh, stuck out in my head. Right. Like it's not like Jim Jarmusch or something okay. like directors from the eighties who continued on and had some kind of presence enough where I, when I heard their name, I was like, mm -hmm. Oh, right, right, right. No idea. He's kind of like he seems kind of like a director for hire. Oh yeah, there's you know, no like, like the, the, the every image is just functional. There's mm -hmm. no there's yeah. not a lot of extra thought into the stuff. I mean the the most thought out parts were probably the well I, like a, the time traveling the parts. time traveling stuff. The but circuits even that, of time, Duder. <laughs> <laughs> All that to say is it, 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 it's whoever directed the historical figures. I'm telling you, they really really brought it like oh the, my god socrates yeah that guy is in a different movie like he is in a movie about socrates and he's playing it so straight all the time like it's all, so all of brilliant. the historical figures oh. are aces aces oh my god billy the kid is so fucking good in this movie it's so like the way he just instantly adapts yeah. to traveling through time and he's just like instantly chill about it it's so funny and it don't like it occurred to me that the reason he would have the easiest time with it is because he is the one that is closest to their sure. actual time yeah he's from like i never a, put like yeah. a, i think he's like a, almost 100 years exactly right like it's yeah. 88 and 70 or, or 1888 yes um but i also one of the things that came to, that i thought what i really want to see is i want there to be like a uh, like spin-off comic book that's Wasn't just there? Oh, oh oh but it's just about Billy the Kid and Socrates <laughs> once they get to medieval times and like Bill and Ted go off and right. get captured and right. stuff like from them getting to the 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 phone booth to like swapping out with the executioners with the exec I like, want there to be like what is the story there yes. that's a really good point cuz even even watching that as a kid I was like well what the earth you know when it was out yeah I was like how'd they get there yeah well, how, what is it like that whole medieval period has a much darker story that they could dedicate a whole film to oh, really yeah. right yeah, like yeah. all of that stuff right like yeah 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 uh, being married off to royal ugly dudes. Oh, that was one of my. That's that one of my favorite king, lines. I've always loved that king. Yes, execute them. <laughs> Put them in the Iron Maiden. Yeah. That one of my favorite. Two of my favorite lines in the movie are from the medieval period, and yeah. one is when they're they're like uh, like looking for uh, like historical figures, and Bill says, "What, what about that? What about that goat looking dude?" <laughs> And then when they're trying to escape with the princesses and they come face to face with the king. Yeah. 
and they're and Bill's like, "How's it going, royal ugly, ugly dudes?" Dude. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Bill is fucking genius in that whole sequence. Yeah, he's really good. He's and really good. Actually, Which, we're not talking much about Keanu yet. Well, but. we we will. But <laughs> but actually, that's a good point because I do want to give Alex Winter yeah. some cred because he is phenomenal in the movie. Well, and he's arguably a bigger star at that point, right? Because that was Lost Boys. Was, I, yeah, I was guess right, so. Yeah. It was either right then or right after that. Like he, I think Lost Boys is that same year, right? Like. He was, he was, you know. Uh, uh, no, it was two years prior. Oh, okay. Well, regardless, um, I at least recognized him more than Keanu at that point. Because, right, like River's Edge was about the only thing that I would right. necessarily remember Keanu from. Yeah. Um, but, like, he actually shows some, like, range as an actor. Sure. Like, when he thinks Ted is dead. Oh, gosh, that's true. Yeah, that it, it gets very dramatic right there. Yeah, and he does, like, a good job of, like, keeping it, like, in the tone of the movie yeah. and not so it's not like a like a crazy yeah. tonal shift <laughs> but still you're like oh he actually seems genuinely upset that his friend is dead yeah <laughs> which I, I yeah which i think is i thought it was good i was like oh he's a, a good actor <laughs> yeah, he's, Keanu's good in this, right? Keanu's like, great. It, in clearly, this. every movie we've done up until now is leading to is this. leading to this, right? Yes. Like he has been this character in development and this was just the opportunity to just do it. Right. Without having to like be, be like a love interest yeah, yeah. or be just be goofy. Yeah, yeah like, you can just be goofy and Yeah, cuz you see, I'm images of him in flying or popping in my head. Right. And and, and Prince of Pennsylvania and oh, uh the night time. before and like all that <laughs> all, all those movies and it's awesome now after seeing those uh -huh. in the like in the context of what we're doing it's nice now to just be like it was like they were like let's just set this kid free yeah. and let him do what he wants to do and they they are really good together like i yes. I, I i assume they were buddies cuz they i mean at least during the filming like they 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 the way they get along and the way they just they oh yeah they they have a rhythm that I, they have to really enjoy being around each other. Yeah. Well, they've, I think they have spoken like in interviews and stuff about how they are still to this day, just like good friends. I, I that's great. That makes I know. me happy. Me too. <laughs> everything about this movie is positive. I think that's yes. also why I really like it is there's, there's, a, there's stakes like Ted's mm -hmm. going to get <laughs> sent to Alaska military, Alaskan school. military school and his dad is out of his mind and, uh -huh. he's, and it's just too late. But, the it's all upbeat there's like and that's why that medieval point does feel like strangely dark even though it's still very lighthearted. it yeah. feels very dark yeah in the context of this film because shit i mean as far as uh bill knows ted got stabbed right through <laughs> right. the heart yeah. <laughs> and then they're gonna get their off with their heads <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it just becomes the queen of hearts <laughs> <laughs> Um, but even there, it you know, and then they 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 uh, abandon it. I guess I could see like critics critics at the time being like, "Oh, this movie is just ridiculous." And yeah, because like, right there, when to have Billy the Kid and Socrates <laughs> pop be, up pop up as the executioners, it's just fun. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. who cares? That, who cares? That's right? that's what I do <laughs> love and appreciate about this movie so much is that they aren't real. They don't get bogged down yeah. with well and that's why I think it's so well made because that is a risky thing to do because if you don't sell yeah. it right and it doesn't if you don't execute it properly it makes it trash yeah 
I mean, the night before was attempting some of that stuff and it just fell flat, right? right. Like that whole scene where he pulls the fake gun out and the entire, you know, alleyway full of thugs just runs <laughs> like yeah. it's a fucking hurricane. Yeah. Like that, you can see how like they were trying to do A and they got B. Right. But, I feel like had they done a scene like that here, you know, in this movie, somehow they would have been able to pull it off. Like, all of it makes no sense. None of it is right. none of I, I, none of it makes sense. I, I was gonna like try and come up with some like leeway towards the beginning of the time travel, but even that, like Rufus coming back, you know, the time is now. Like the time is whenever the fuck you want, Rufus. You got a time machine. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> does Rufus just have to wait till he can be like the right age to do it? Or yeah, like, well, is and they there... have he makes the the statement about the clock here in San Dimas, the clock here, and he tomps him on the head, and there's this weird like sound effect. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Yeah, yeah, is <laughs> always moving. I like that effect, and I liked it at the time, even though my brain immediately was like, how does this work? How does that work? How does yeah. the time always moving, but you can't get to get, because you can always just get back to it, but. Well, that, yeah, it's funny, why, like, in that, like, in the movie, why, when they do come back and meet up with their right. former selves, their right. former selves are about to leave, yeah. so they could just come in and then just have the next, because time's still going to move. As yeah, it yeah. would move, right? So they could have come the night before the, a movie, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like <laughs> had them there, right? Until right. That's why he's like, you gotta always remember this clock is always ticking. Like, okay, who cares? I'll just come back to right this second. Like, yeah, exactly. But it doesn't matter. It, but it implies that there's some kind of, uh, it, it. I mean, again, back to the idea that they are in like consciously unaware of the mechanics of the universe, right? Like right. they don't understand anything. <laughs> So that there's, you know, and there's a phone book that you call, what all that nonsense. But yeah. <laughs> it gives this impression that there is a structure underlying everything, even with the quote unquote science behind this time travel. Yeah. That's thought out, right? Like, because there is no, there's no, it doesn't even move the plot forward other than to make us lose sight of the fact that they could just come back to any moment in time. Right. So it it's a a useful plot device because it, it forces the characters to keep moving forward with urgency. Right. It, it, it Which they let go of in the second one, right? Because they just go off and study for a year and then pop back to the same moment in time, right? Like, it's something that, like, they just did just for this little bit of action in this movie to keep us, like, they do got to hit this. There's Otherwise, there's no real deadline. They can't be like, 2 o'clock tomorrow, we have to hit this deadline. Like, right. you a time machine. You can go fuck around for 10 years and then hit that deadline if you want. So it just subconsciously pushes us towards that deadline for no reason other than as a movie structure, you need something to get to. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't want to make it dire. Like, Back to the Future's dire, right? Like, right. he's going to fuck everything up. His life's going to end. All this yeah, stuff. he's going to be be wiped from existence. Which but. is usually, I don't, I can't think of any time travel movie really that doesn't have that as an underlying uh, sense in the movie, except for this one, right? This one is Avengers just, Endgame. What? Avengers Endgame. They, they go and change the his future entirely. What are you talking about? That's the whole point of that movie. But they don't change the past. They change the. They can only change the future. That's, well, that's like, what I mean. They, yeah. Whatever the action that they're going to do is going to have a, a dire impact on history. Versus, but this this movie. They're no, like, but in, yeah, no in Avengers back. Endgame, they <laughs> specifically say that going back in time isn't going to change. Like changing the past oh. doesn't change the future. Yeah. Well, that's why they have to go and get the yeah, Infinity yeah, Stones and the, bring yeah, them yeah, to yeah, the yeah, present. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to claim to have a clear memory of that movie. I just sat there and was like, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> That's the Hulk. Look, <laughs> um, he's there and he's there. Right on. Uh, but, there, okay. <laughs> That's like Marty McFly over here and over here. <laughs> I do, there's, I mean, there's just, 
There's a lot of great I'm not going to claim to have thought this through up no, 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 until no. right no. this second. <laughs> okay. So, okay. W- one thing that we have to hit on, we have to hit on Napoleon because Nap- <laughs> I, love, I love Napoleon He's so, so much. Good. I, I, he is yes. so good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That guy is so great as fucking this caricature of Napoleon. Yes. It's yes. so great. When when he when they're eating the Ziggy Pig yes. ice cream and he when he goes to block uh-huh. the girl's spoon, that is so fucking good. Uh, everything like, about that guy, that yes. whoever that actor is, who that that care, playing in that role, he it's is amazing. So good. That's what I mean. Like the the historical figures have no business being portrayed this well. I know, I know. Like, <laughs> and that's that's kind of what I'm getting at with like the little touches. Yes, is like him like going to block her spoon yes, with his yes. spoon is such like a nice unnecessary little touch. And like after he gets thrown out of the bowling alley, yeah. and he like pot, like pats Pops his hat, his, and like he's the, got the little Ziggy pig yes, down yes, as a medal, and like um, oh <laughs> when he when he changes his score in the yeah, yeah and for the bowling, bowling alley. and not realizing that they can all see the screen yeah you know and he, <laughs> he changes his his score goes from like it's like forty it goes from forty three to one hundred and forty three <laughs> yeah. and he just kind of looks at him like. Mm. What are you gonna do about it? Are you gonna say and then, something? And Deacon, the little brother, he's oh. unreasonably good too. Right? I know he is so different from fucking Ted. Yes, he's like I know a regular kid <laughs> hanging out with girls. When when they are like, what happened? Yes. Like you ditched Napoleon, and he's just like, he was a dick. <laughs> I I love that. That was so also much. one of the lines that we we would. Hear. He was a dick. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's so good. And um, and because when they introduce him, the kid's just like, he just uh-huh. he does he's just like okay, <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> um, and I love uh Sig- Sigmund Fre- Sigmund Freud dude Freud Deut- Freud Freud dude. Um, one of one of my <laughs> most quoted lines is "Tell me about your mother." Yeah, me and one oh, of my, my friends God. in high school would if somebody if one like if somebody was being like a downer or something, we would just be like. Tell me about your mother. <laughs> oh my god, that whole thing is like, why do you keep insisting that you're Sigmund Freud? Why do you keep insisting that I'm not? Because <laughs> that's such a funny little stupid joke. Yes. But they do it like they're like little vignettes with that. Yeah. Like that whole cleaning sequence where they go to the house. Uh-huh. The two the two training montages that they do with all the, the historical figures are uh, great. great. Yeah. They're so great. Two heads or better than home. <laughs> Yeah, the whole mall sequence with the historical figures, that is great. It's so good. Yeah, it's so, so funny. It's so funny. And okay, what's the actor's name? Shit, did I write it down? Geng- the guy who plays Genghis Khan, right? Like he was uh, Al in- Young. Al Young. He was in fucking everything, right? Yeah. Like he was in Die Hard that year. He was in oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a Lethal Weapon a couple years prior to that. Like he is the quintessential- Big Trouble in Little China. Big, he was the bad guy. He showed up in every fucking movie in the 80s that had anything to do with action, and mm-hmm. especially if it had anything to do with Asian action. Yeah. And he is so good as Genghis Khan in this. That that sequence when he goes in the sporting good thing oh, yeah. that kind of kicks off the whole montage as, as he's yeah. like examining the baseball bat. Yeah, and he bites it. Bites the metal, it. Yes, the oh, bat. I love that. <laughs> then he just starts spinning it around. I love and that. Destroying that. Yeah, shit. I love that so much. The fact, like when he bites down on it, I'm yeah. just like, ah, yeah, that's such a good. Good yeah, thing. A little, little bit of action. It's so great. And yeah. I, I love uh, the yeah the scene at the mall is great. Oh, uh, okay. This was a line that I had forgotten about. 
and then I wrote it down when they when they when they arrive at when they arrive at Bill's house, and um, he's like Missy, I mean Mom. Like I love that throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, will you take us to the mall? And she's like, Well, not to do your chores. Oh, oh no, no, no. Before that, when he's introducing all of the oh, historical, I wrote figures. them all down. Yeah, yeah, Did you write too? them all yeah, down? So of course. <laughs> Except for Beethoven. I've, I've missed what they called Beethoven. Da- Dave Beethoven. Dave Beethoven? <laughs> Herman the Kid? Bob Genghis Khan? Maxine of Arc. <laughs> Socrates Johnson. Oh my God. Dennis so- Frood. Dennis Frood. Uh, Abraham. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's Keanu delivering that. And it's so good. Yes. All of that. Because yes. he's like... Pulling it up off the top of his head like a oh, Bob Genghis Khan. And not changing the distinguishing <laughs> name. <laughs> like, if it, if it was like Ludwig Johnson, yeah, yeah, that would yeah. make more sense. Or if it was like, you know, like Joan... <laughs> Dave Beethoven. Joan something. Or... Uh, yeah, of Ark. Dennis yeah. Khan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bob that Genghis is... Khan. <laughs> Bob, I think I think Bob Genghis Khan or uh, Maxine of Arc. Yeah, or, no, Herman the Kid. Herman is also, the Kid is so great. It's Herman the Kid so great. <laughs> even, I, even if he said his name was Herman Kid, <laughs> Herman the Kid would be better. Missy's just like, okay, well, there's sodas in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do your chores. <laughs> I okay. I was annoyed that with that. Uh, that the, the the Bill's dad being with with Missy mm-hmm. only because Bill's dad was such a schlub, right? Like that would make no sense because she's fine, but the and she's supposed to be like twenty tops, right? right? She's four years older than them. Four years older than them. So she's probably not, she might be like twenty two. And they're in California. They're, it's not unreasonable that there's the guy's got enough money or whatever the fucking screwy dynamics that go on where women wind up with much older men like that. Not like. Bill's dad, though. Bill's dad is an a suburbanite. Yeah, he's like, he's which I guess is up, maybe upper middle class, right? Maybe exactly. Like they don't they don't appear to have money. They don't appear to be in any more social economic hierarchy higher than Ted's family, who is his dad's a. Uh, it's not like he's driving a Lamborghini or something. No, but the joke does pay off very nicely in the second one. Sure, of course, of course it does. <laughs> but I, I, that was just on this viewing. I was like. I mean, it's not supposed to be believable. Like, I mean, at that point, like you're pulling it, you know, you're really, you're really, excuse me, you're really like pulling at things to uh, to nit, nitpick, nitpick if, if yeah. you're worried about that, considering it's a movie about picking people out of well, history. Uh, that at uh, their relationship, actually, the whole thing with Missy, that subplot, yeah, led to a joke that I had never really paid attention to before but really got me this time the edible the, yeah, yeah oh you never caught that i i guess it kind of went over my head until oh, no. now but because she looks over at the teacher at the same yeah. time yeah well i just i love <laughs> i love that whole uh little sequence when he's like analyzing ted yeah. and then bill's like oh no i'm good just got a minor edible complex <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I don't think would be. I think. I, I mean, that would be a much different film if he was just leaning into it and be like, "Yeah, I got the hot rod from when I was a freshman living in my house." Who do do? But it also made me think maybe this movie was the start of like step, like step, step parent porn, porn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. It was too hard to get porn back then. That would have taken a lot of extra. Yeah, but it's like people of my generation. Oh. You know what I mean? Um, oh, so there you go. 
Anyways, <laughs> I did really think that I thought that line was really, really funny. Uh, um, the teacher uh, who arguably Mr. Drives, Ryan. Yeah. Who arguably drives this entire movie. Right. Yeah, like he's the catalyst. He's the catalyst. It, the the even that like the opening thing where they're sitting in the class and he's waiting for Bill to give an answer to who is Napoleon. He's dead. <laughs> so to be clear <laughs> to you, Napoleon is famous for being an old dead dude yeah uh, ted who who is joan of arc <laughs> noah's wife that that is legitimately a good joke like yeah. a very good joke it, but i guess it's also important to point out that they're not a couple of assholes right like they're not doing that to entertain the class because those are lines that you would say to get a laugh out of everyone else in the class no matter what yeah but they're just dumb Right. And then they're saying it because they genuinely just don't know. And they're like so id that they'll just say what's on their mind. Well, it, I take it as they're not even dumb because they do have like pearls yeah. of wisdom oh. throughout the movie. Well, sure. And then, but it's to me, it's more that they're just uninterested in it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they're but just making me, word associations. Yeah. And they're like, is that it? But no? to me, to, okay. that's an important distinction <laughs> for me is that it's not that they're, okay. it's not that they're dumb. It's just that they're not, that they're not interested because they're clearly smart. Like the mm. movie, <laughs> no, no, no. The movie tells you that they're smart. Like the thing that they do with the keys and like all like the tape recorder True. and stuff. Well, and it, like, it does that thing. Like all movies that show or, or like coming of age type movies where they the the characters grow despite what they think they're going to do. Yes. Yeah. And it, they just have untapped potential. Okay. Sure. I, that and that's why I <laughs> that's why I like them. To me that makes them like infinitely more endearing yeah, yeah. than if they're just dumb characters. Yeah, or assholes, right? Yeah, like, or assholes. Which could I mean that that high school sequence all of it like even okay so they show up they're given the the <clears throat> the closing spot during the presentations for whatever reason well like they I, would I think get the teacher was like <laughs> i'm gonna give them as much time as possible <laughs> <laughs> for the movie right but I, I that's always bothered me because i was a theater kid or at least i was involved in theater so i was like man that's some high production quality that they just threw up there literally at the last second the so, lights i mean the, <laughs> the, the lights. lights alone <laughs> well, and that whole sequence at the end like they're splicing back and forth like as an audience watching that in real time you'd be like dude when is this gonna fucking end oh yeah it doesn't have the super fast jump cuts and going back and forth from joan of arc and right yeah and genghis khan spinning the thing and sword fighting and all that like, yeah i would assume so my my assumption would be we're gonna unlock this really quick are we <laughs> my assumption would be is that they they had a brief conversation with the lighting person. Oh, okay. And then while they were taking turns, while, like while each person, historical figure was up there doing their thing, the other person was then talking to somebody else to be like, hey, go Here's get Napoleon this okay. board game. Yeah, yeah. Or go get sure. some like wooden swords yeah. from the prop department. Well, because suddenly they were able to have clear forethought and come up with a, a, a perfect bang up uh, or maybe plan. maybe they went they stopped and grabbed that stuff in, in the future no that's a good later point. on and then brought it back that's a, that's a definite possibility or they just stopped and grabbed it from like bill's house from getting napoleon yeah. to picking up that Although, from the police station and, and again I, I i'm sure i saw this before and it just i don't care because at that point you're just yeah, like this is just fun yeah but they arrive in the station wagon right right and they get dropped off in the station wagon, and then they all go piling in through the door to get into the um, to the auditorium. But then the curtain pulls back, and they're actually in the the phone booth. The phone booth. So 
Yeah, that doesn't it doesn't jive. But who cares? Oh yeah, yeah. Continuity. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think they just like the visual of them, you know, filing into the high school yeah. with all of the the historical figures. That's just anytime they could just show the clamoring around of all these different historical yeah. figures. That was that was the joke. Uh, do you have any? Did you have any other? I, I do want to like dedicate some time at least just to specifically talking to Ke- about Keanu. Of course. Uh, do you have any other like any other? Um, good like good lines or like favorite parts of the movie let me see uh driving in the system oh yeah <clears throat> i like the oh, back to the like the dramatic touches of the director like some of them do i, I guess it was unfair the the approach of the whole film felt like a earnest made for tv uh uh historical movie right like all of the time periods like like when they go and get Dave Beethoven and he's playing, <laughs> playing music, like again, it's an unreasonable attention to detail in that scene, right? Yeah. There's like a dozen people in there and they are decked out in that like period Elizabethan stuff. Yeah. And it's yeah. very, like, it's not like a couple of wigs and, and jackets just to give you the idea. I mean, mm-hmm. they like really paint that picture. Like yeah. I felt like every one of those, they went to really, really great, great lengths to make it as close as possible. And even when it wasn't right, like, like the iron stuff in the, the medieval stuff, like that doesn't quite fit. It fits if it's like a made for TV thing where you're just kind of yeah. on a budget, but you don't care. Right. And when he reaches, when he reaches for Joan of Arc, right? She's praying, right? Uh-huh. Cause that's what we all know about Joan of Arc. She was moved by, by her right. obsession with God and they uh, land in front of her, her, where she's praying and Ted reaches his hand out, and it's just like God reaching to Adam in the right, Sistine right. Chapel. Yeah, I yeah. love that yeah. chapel, Sistine Chapel, the, 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 which is uh, incongruous, right? I don't think uh, well, Michelangelo wasn't even born when Joan of Arc was was doing her thing, right? So. But but the, what's even cooler about that too is that the fact that each of those segments is in montage and so short uh-huh. that the fact that they put so much detail That's into it—that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like. Putting a lot of detail into something is one thing, but for the fact that it's only for these like yeah. ten second yeah, it's like shots, four shots, yeah, 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 is, yeah. Uh, makes it even better. It does. It yeah. really adds to the layer of this this film. For, like from the go, from the right. first like dun 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 dun. I wanna ride whatever that song is. <laughs> Every time that song comes on, I'm like, oh, fucking like, yeah. And the the special effects budget, however they they spent it. Because there's movies that came out in that same period that don't look that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no reason that they would have thrown a high budget to this film like that, but they um, did. Six and a half million. Somehow they got that, and they really use it so effectively, right? Like, yeah. I mean, they don't hold up, hold up, but they look good. The yeah. special effects look really good. The the time travel stuff, the 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 <clears throat> whatever the tubes of time, they look cartoony. Who cares? But like the 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 time machine itself, mm-hmm. the apparently. Moving forward, if time travel ever does get created, they're going to have to build in a reason for there to be flames that just kind of lick around at the end whenever. Because right. that that was the Back to the Future thing, right? Like the tires and on Terminator. Fire. Oh, that's right. Wait, yeah. No, but there wasn't fire from Terminator. It was just no, but it like, no. Well, but it would like over like in uh, T three uh, term the Arnold Terminator. Yeah, but like, at this point, there was only T. No, I know, I know, but like it's just like a trope of like time travel that just stuff gets hot. Oh, <laughs> sure, sure, or and super d- cold, d- super dude, cold. In Terminator Three, he arrives in a desert and he turns the sand to glass. glass that's right. I forgot so about stupid. That. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. um, 
But that was it. His oh, the the I, I love oh, the, in the old I love the scene in the old west oh. when uh they're playing poker and Keanu's just doing like his you know like doofy thing and just like looking around and Bill does the like you gotta have a poker face like me yeah whoa three aces. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, and then the fight going around them and they're just sitting there watching like it's TV. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. That. And I'll, oh, the yeah. other one, when uh, they get their head put through the wall yeah. and they it's like the, the yeah. dressing room and then they get pulled out of there and they Ted start to- throws like, his head back in. <laughs> yeah, I always in. loved that. I, I like always that loved too. that little piece of action. And I just saw the other quote that I forgot I used to say all the time. I still say it. In fact, this was on my Tinder bio. Oh, <laughs> Where the ox, the football player ox is going, it's smaller. It's computer. Yeah, no, no. Bigger. It, things it's are computer. more Things are more moderner than before. Things are bigger and yet smaller. It's computers. Since he was high school, school football rules. <laughs> <laughs> that. We would say that all the fucking time. That's a good catch-all for when you don't know what to say. Yeah, it's so good. Well, that's why I put that at the bottom of my Tinder bio. It was, mm-hmm. That's good. It's very good. It's a, it was a fucking super effective, let me tell you. Um, I, yeah, I love that. I, I love... Um, I, I, I like all I like that there's like the marginally more smart jock who does his presentation later uh-huh. that when Ox is up there doing his shitty yeah. one that he's like Mount like, he's like going uh uh-huh. yeah come on I had that same thing of like that whole audience that kid especially like yeah he was really engaged because even later he's just like what's going on when, yeah. when they first show mm-hmm. up and he's just like what is this I like that this was taken that this movie takes place in a time where somebody can fire a gun in, in the, the school in the school and everybody's like oh <laughs> oh hey what's going on yeah everybody's like oh funny even the teachers are just like hey <laughs> yeah i have that i have the jock in the front row being a little incredulous the the little subtle things i've I, there was a couple more uh no okay I don't even remember exactly which scene this is, but Napoleon was sliding in closer to Missy right before they come jumping back in the car. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. the, just the little subtle things of like, let the people be. Um, and they were arresting Lincoln and they're like, we got to get you a lawyer. He's like, well, I'm a lawyer. Yeah. Like, yeah as they're yeah, dragging yeah. him by. I love that stuff. Um, I, yeah, I like, um, uh, all, I mean, all, yeah, all the historical characters are so, have so many good just like little things like the cleaning montage is good because you see like when beethoven's like getting excited about cleaning the windows just because it's something he's never seen before yeah uh that's great and (laughs) And the sound effect yeah yeah yeah. and like like, just little tiny things genghis khan drinking out of the toilet (laughs) and then watching his but it makes sense because he's like this is the cleanest water i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like it's i literally shit in a tub or like in a on the ground yeah yeah, whatever yeah yeah all Um, of that stuff and i just hang out near it (laughs) so i love even when they get him like he's eating that big chicken leg or whatever. Yeah. And then he throws it and grabs a woman and just starts going on her. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause that's what we know about Genghis Khan. He was kind of a brute and he fucked a lot of women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and by fucked, I mean raped. But yeah. You know, he was a monster. He was a, he was a, <laughs> he was a monster. He was a terrible, terrible, terrible human. Actually, I don't, I didn't know him. Maybe he was just, maybe he was just misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, let's let's get into Keanu. Okay, this is this uh, is this is. And if anything point. pops up, we well, can. You know, how will things not pop up? Uh, let me I'm go. Getting, let me go pee really I'm quick. And raging then. boner, just thinking. About <laughs> sure. It. Let me go pee really quick, okay. and then we can talk about uh, Keanu. <laughs> Keanu. Uh, Keanu. <laughs> oh my god. Execute them.
I did have <clears throat> a couple more oh, okay. in here that I just realized. Ba- um, I'm just trying to stay conscientious of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but okay. This I have this a specific. Does Brett? Um, okay, like back to like the over attention to detail, uh-huh. considering how minimal. Like <clears throat> even with the Genghis Khan, what? Waving a Twinkie at him—that's just ridiculous and hilarious, right? Like Twinkie oh, yeah. Genghis Khan. I, I don't. I, I always wondered if there's a deeper meaning in that, and I think it's just ridiculous. Just some funny thing to waggle at him to get him <laughs> yeah. to come like swinging after him. Um, okay, when they get Lincoln, he's mm-hmm. he's in his study or whatever, and yeah. they go and you hear from the other side of the door, "Candy Graham for Mr. Lincoln." <laughs> yeah. Do you know what that is? Do you get? That's what I took the note. I was like, "Does Brett get this joke?" Oh no, you don't get that joke. It's from Saturday Night Live, like the first season of Saturday Night Live when they were doing the land shark bit. And that was how the land shark would attack people. And that was the joke. He'd ring the doorbell and go, Candy Graham. And uh, then they'd open the door and the land shark would eat him. Okay. So there. So that's, that's, that is nice. I like that. That is the, that is the uh, you know, Dylan's going to know all these people that I don't recognize. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that yeah. was the bit. Um, and okay, did you recognize the most important people in the world? The, the floating uh, uh, gurus at the beginning and the end from the future. Oh, no. So the only one that I actually recognized at the time of the movie is is Clarence Clemens, the, the black guy in the uh-huh. middle, because he's the, the um, saxophone player for uh, the E Street Band that was uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen's backup band. Uh, or, or, I don't know if they're a backup band, but the that's band that cool. played with Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. And he was in that uh, Dance in the Dark video, like prominent. Oh. So it was right at the same time frame as this, and that's also where Courtney Cox comes from. A <laughs> FYI, they're uh, they're credited as the three most that's important people the most in, the impre- in the world. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't realize it doesn't surprise me. And I was thinking when the movie started that if they did a remake of this, the dude on the on on the on the left of him mm-hmm. would be Flea. Come on. He would have to be Flea. Yeah. But that was the guy from uh, Fee Waybill from The Tubes, and the other woman was Martha Davis from The Motels. Like, they were all music people. Music people. That's cool. Yeah. Which comes, there's another one. There's a couple in the, the second movie, too. That oh, had, sure. There's some good music cameos in the second one. Which I wonder if I'm even going to, I don't remember them, so... Uh, they're good. Anyways, uh, so Keanu. I, oh, we let wait. Actually, I do want to talk about the future scene. Okay, <laughs> just because I I f- find that scene really touching. Sure. Oh, you mean when they show up in the future and yeah. they're like, "It's you." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know why I find that so touching, but I I really well, like it. If if they've I I've I've wondered and I did wonder after this one too. Is that why they decide to build? No. Something about like them showing up when they do, it seems like that could be the trigger for why they become the the most important, like the, the Wild Stallion becomes like the the world defining. No, no, mind. because they already they know. already know who they are. They already right, know who they are. Right. I I really, but I just find it like I think kind of like going back to what I was saying about like that feeling of being a teenager yeah. and feeling like you're destined for more yeah, or like okay, sure. greater things. I think them showing up in the future and just being like, like recognized. Right. But they're not, people don't flip out on them. They're no, just like, no. it's you. Yeah. But, th- and also them like, uh, uh, you know, saying be excellent to each other yeah. and party on dudes. And everybody's like, like, yeah. Nice. I guess that's what I meant was is I wonder if that's where they got that as their mantra moving forward. Like 
Oh, maybe because they, they don't they don't all respond back to him with and be excellent to each or and party on. Dudes. No, well, see, I took it as like that was they were waiting for them to say that. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, it, like it doesn't fucking matter. No, it, it, it doesn't matter. You're right, but it's very touching. But it, I, yeah, the my the only part that really never the 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 note that I felt like they missed is the music right like there's nothing special about that fucking guitar music and they're just like this is great music like no it's just weird background just you know electric guitar music see that's actually that's my one my one ding against the movie is the music in general yeah because the music especially wild stallions music come on well is that supposed to be them i always assumed oh well, so no, so my gripe with the music is it's not the music they would be listening to. Oh gosh, no. You know what I mean? Cuz like presumably they not. would be listening to Iron Maiden. Well, and not they wouldn't be listening to like uh Huey Allen? Lewis in the news, you know what I mean? Well, like But they don't ever do that in the movie. But it's kind of like that type of like it, No, they they were idolizing Eddie uh Eddie Van Halen. And uh and who is the second they say they need to get Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Oh no, that's all they say, and then they need to get a video. But the, but the music in the movie, yeah, okay. is like that kind of like yeah, pop yeah, yeah, rock yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's kind of like really that's really cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But they would be listening to like Van Halen, yeah. and like Iron Maiden, and well, because they mentioned those two. Yeah, sure. exactly. So, so yeah. they would be listening, or like Judas Priest. I'm sure. True. Yeah, that there should have been be more. Like, to. yeah, you're right. Like even the montage is like, which I guess it's got to be Beethoven. So that's not so bad. I guess, but. I, I will say that is something they do in the second one in Bogus Journey. The music, the soundtrack for that movie is much more in line with the music they're listening. Okay. They would be listening to. I can to. see that. I can see that. Um, Even though it's, you know, Kiss, right? <laughs> no, they have um, they have the best Megadeth song, dude. Do they? Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know Megadeth enough to, to know that the offhand. One the, the song Go to Hell, that's like... I'm just referring to our, our theme music. Isn't anyway. that Kiss? Well, it's uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but they probably like Kiss. Yeah. Um, at the end of the movie, they I I also like them sitting in the garage, and there's the feeling of we just had this, we just did this amazing thing, and we're kind of we're just still back here in this garage. Yeah, and I I like that too. It's kind of like a a weird like bittersweet moment of. We had this like crazy experience, but now we're just we're still just Bill and Ted. Yeah, and but in our garage, this is the perfect lead in to Keanu because they start off just like the beginning of the movie. They're doing the like handheld video. I'm Bill uh-huh. S. Preston Esquire, and then he hands it over and, and he's gonna say that to Ted, and Ted's like, and he like sits down and he's like, you know, maybe we should do something new, right? Like, yeah. And it's again, Keanu, I I guess, I mean, it's not a huge acting. There's not a lot of like struggling acting stuff for these guys. They're just supposed to be just kind of there, which again is why the, the character actors of the historical figures stand out so much because Bill and Ted are just like, they're such a great foil for Bill and Ted because Bill and Ted are so goofy and uh, like silly. And all of the historical characters are playing it so straight that it's it it just makes like a great foil yeah um but 
I do think Keanu Reeves, like, there's a reason why this is why, like, what people remember Keanu Reeves yeah. for. Yeah. Even more so than, like, Neo. No, because he's really sweet in this. All the way through, he's just, like, happy-go-lucky, yeah. genuine, ki- he seems kind. Like, they seem, they both seem kind. Yeah. They both, yeah, they both seem like you, like... You're pulling for them. You yeah. want them to succeed. Yeah. That, that, back to them not being assholes. They're just like, man, these guys, they, you know, yeah. give them a break. Let them, let them live his life. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. Do that. Let him, stop being a dick. Yeah, stop being, stop transferring all of your fucking daddy issues onto your kid. Um, I, I, yeah, I think Keanu Reeves does such a, a great job in this movie of just capturing that goofiness. Yeah. And it's so goddamn fucking, it's so fucking charming. That it's impossible to not yeah. like him in the movie. No, exactly. And yeah. so, I mean, same goes for Alex Winter. Sure. But, but this isn't the Alex Winter podcast. This right. This is the Keanu Reeves podcast. It's the Keanu Reeves podcast. <laughs> so I'm um, just like him. It, he's so, uh, he just nails it so much. And it, and even honestly, the fact that he has had such an illustrious career after this movie yeah. and it didn't just like dead stop his career, I think really speaks volumes about how good he is yeah because he was really leading up to this right like so many of he basically just like we said before the little kernel that was growing and all those other roles getting to just flower here and those i don't blossom blossom thing. yeah well it's still a mixed metaphor i don't know if the kernel <laughs> they pop like a he fucking, was flowering before he was but, and now he's blossoming but exactly he was germinating that, like, before <laughs> why he wouldn't just get like railroaded into that character for the rest of his career it was is fortunate for him right like yeah and probably conscious i mean he's oh yeah you know, he's 25 or something by the time this movie came right or, right yeah 24 25 at least yeah um and as we're like there isn't a lot to say about it like as much as i think he's great and and in that scene at the end where he's like is thoughtful and they're like yeah we should do a little more there's it's intentionally kind of one dimensional because that's what it needs. Right. And yeah. it, and it does. And, and it is fortunate because it is exactly the best of Keanu is when he gets to just body act and just be goofy. And oh, his, and it, his physical, physical acting yeah. in this movie is so good. The way he's kind of like always just like flopping, like flailing his arms around. Yeah. And, and the, the thing too, that I like in, uh, but like, between Bill and Ted as they're both distinct, right? Like they both have their own distinct body language, even though there's like overlap. Uh, but the way like Keanu, yeah. like the way Keanu Reeves uh, physically acts and the way uh, Alex Winter physically acts is just different enough that they have like their own distinct, distinct. personalities. Yeah. But, and it makes perfect sense that they would be buddies like they are. Right. Yeah. And they're both, it's kind of like the, uh, it's not, I mean, it's even more so than like Dumb and Dumber because like Dumb and Dumber, you yeah. know, they're both equally dumb. So who's dumb and who's dumber? <laughs> but Bill and Ted are distinctly Bill yeah. and Ted. Hence the name of that other movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Which I, I, I like that. I think that's like just speaks to that, like the little touch, like the extra effort to kind of make them their own yeah. characters. Well, and they give them the, you know, be excellent to each other. And yes. then the other one. Party on, dudes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it is. It is. I, I love it. I love it so much. This movie is so great. <laughs> and Keanu I, is, I was texting you as I'm watching it, right? And I I'm know. like, I'm such a dork. <laughs> Halfway through, I was like, I can't believe how much I'm laughing out loud at this fucking movie. Like, I thought, I mean, I've seen it 10 times yeah. at least. And I was like, 
like I said, I'm like, ah, I got to watch it again for the thing, especially I, if I'm going to be gearing up for the argument over which is the better movie. And ha- halfway through, I'm like, I am enjoying this movie as if I've never seen it before. That, dude, every time I watch this movie, I, I laugh out loud. Yes. I've always laughed a lot whenever I watch this movie. It's, it's one of those movies that you yes. can turn on at any point and enjoy it from that point forward. Yes. Doesn't matter. And there's always going to be new little things. Yes. Yes. That And that's... Well, I put this movie kind of in the... Uh, there's a few movies that like comedy movies that I have that I can always watch uh-huh. and find new stuff in it that will make me laugh. Yeah. The this other, is definitely one of them. The other two... This is one of them for uh-huh. me. And the other two are Wet Hot American Summer and, uh-huh. and MacGruber. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Those yeah. are Those are in my mind as well. I haven't watched MacGruber enough to like... Having uh, co- immediately grabbed onto that one, the the one that jumps into my head is Get Shorty. I love that. Movie. Okay, Get but Shorty's a good one. Th- that one's a little bit more of a narrative than either the, the, the than any of these that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But I, dude, uh, I don't know what to say beyond this is the fucking. They just movie. they packed it so full of jokes. Yeah, and that's and what good jokes. Yeah, and, and well well executed visual and and uh, 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 delivered jokes. Yes, like all of it is. They really knocked it out of the park. That's why it offended me to see, and this is probably part of why I was so sensitive when you're like, no, Bogus Journey's better, because I saw, like, I used to get those Leonard Malton books with uh-huh. the, the the movie review books that were like a pair, you know, whatever, two sentences about every movie that possible, it seemed like, because they yeah. were like 1,400 page thick books, right? right. Mm-hmm. And he put, he gave Bogus Journey like two stars, and Excellent Adventure zero stars. Oh, really? And and <laughs> that's crazy. It is crazy. That is but crazy. His review of it was that the the bogus journey, you know, and he had a couple things, but then for Excellent Adventure, was like just zero, like nothing, nothing worthwhile about the movie. The movie's not fun, like yeah. And yeah, so that's, that's I was ridiculous. like, that is insanity to me. Like, there's no way that you could walk away from this movie and, and be like, this is a shitty, shitty movie. Yeah, right? like, that's insane. See, to me, it's like, to me, it's like, um, uh, like Terminator and Terminator 2 or like Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Like, it's like, okay, sure. I love the first one and I think the second one is only better because it, uh, it exp- builds. It builds on okay. the first one okay. in such a way that I think is like, brilliantly I'm gonna, done i'm gonna be open to so, this i'm open to it i am i really am i don't have like the art a, direction in the second one really bothers me I see, it, has, okay. oh, it sticks out of my brain as something that's always bothered me uh, i um like the costuming and the yeah, art direction okay is, compared to what was done in this because there's a, in, a clear intent to be realistic yeah all everywhere they go in history it's an intent to be realistic. They don't change the, mm-hmm. they don't change the art direction. They don't like make the sepia tone when he's back in the old West. They don't do anything goofy other mm-hmm. than like, these are two characters out of time in, but other than right. that, everything's the same. But, but bogus journey is like Alice in Wonderland effects where they're like walking them through one, one scene is, is some weird distortion of some kind. And another is like pastels and their costumes change based off of what's happening in their, uh, psyches or whatever it is in the explanation of the movie, right? Like that it was always off-putting to me. Well, I mean, we'll we'll ha- we'll, ha- we'll we'll go through all that. Yeah, I I, that, but I just want to make make it very clear that I have zero hate for this movie. Like, I know I have I know. only love for this movie. No, it's just I don't like, know that I would have been able to really hang out with you because yeah. we talked about this fairly <laughs> early, and then you'd been like, "No, that movie's terrible." I'd been like, "All right, all right well, no, Brett, Brett's a fucking idiot." It, it's like. <laughs> 
See, like, if if Malton would have had, like, Bogus Journey as, like, two and a half stars and this movie is, like, two stars. Right. Th- then I, I could, uh, that would, I mean. I'd still would find make... it, I'd find it imbalanced the wrong way. But right. still, but to have it zero, like, literally, That's like, insane. there was nothing worthwhile about Excellent Adventure. That's insult. And barely something worthwhile about Bogus Journey. Like, it the, was, maybe it was only one star. Even. It was, like, neither of them got love. Yeah. Just fine. If he's doing a, f- but it's not fine. Because even as a film criticism, this movie is fun. It's put together well. It doesn't have choppiness to it. There's and the, it's, it's a comedy. It's a comedy movie. Yeah. So it should be judged mostly on, on its comedy. comedy. And, and its, it's comedy hilarious. is good. And the timing is fast. There's no moments in the movie where you, that. I think that's part of why we both say we can just watch it from whatever point. Any movie like that is a movie that the pacing is just consistent and well done. And there's never a lag. You're never like, uh, they should have just cut this whole section out. Like, yeah. And I feel like they did that on purpose. There's in the final sequence when they're doing the whole montage at the end with the, with the historical figures doing their stuff. There's a part where all of a sudden the audience is all eating food, right? Mm-hmm. Like clearly stuff got left on the cutting floor. Right. And I don't know. They were eating pudding. Right, but but they that's don't... the pudding that they were giving to the historic. They brought that for the audience. But they never ever established that. Right? No, they never I know, talk but, about but it. it's that's implied. my point. Be... It's implied because that's right. Clearly, your brain oh. has to put that in. You know what? I just made. I think I just had an epiphany about the tonal change. It like the pacing changes in movies in the eighties. Okay, because the eighties is when movies started airing on cable and TV. Well, it's because MTV came in with the jump cuts and the fast edits is where that all really started. But and, and but that started to. This is when people were having film. to start watching movies at like the halfway point. So they were oh, probably see. making and editing movies more to be able to be shown on TV. Where in like yeah, yeah, pre- the 70s, the is, 70s yeah, yeah, it was yeah, always very like the pacing so much slower yeah. and deliberate. Well, there was storytelling versus trying to be visually in- in- engaging, right? Yeah. Like, that's how I've always taken it. Like the MTV early MTV videos were also much longer and more thoughtful. And then they started to get jump, 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 jump. Yeah. And it's so, but it's so people can jump in at any time. You know what I mean? Uh, Maybe. I mean, I, I think that has, that makes sense except for now we're back to being way too long, right? Like movies are way too fucking long. But movies are not being aired on TV as much anymore. TV, TV. That's yeah. That's Mm, what I'm saying is people like movies started around like the late eighties, early nineties. That's when you would have like, that's like when cable started getting just a little bit more popular. And Especially people, the, yeah, you're right. Through the 80s. Yeah. yeah. And movies were being aired on TV. Yeah. Well, and that so was, people it was would, part of the, the, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because like prior to that, the, it was release in the theater and that's it. Yeah. And then you're right. Now it's release in the theater with the intent of being home viewed in the near future. Yeah. Hmm. And aired on cable. Aired on cable and then video by, right. by yeah. Bill and Ted's cable was, or not cable. So uh, being video, able to like kind of just like jump into a movie at any point, yeah. I think was like, was important. Well, if, yeah. I mean, More important still than plenty it ever of movies had that, been. There's plenty of movies <laughs> that don't do that very well, but. Sure. But there's, I mean, <sighs> anyways, I think that, I think that there's something to that theory. Yeah. No. Um. Anyways, I, I do love this movie very much. It has it holds a very special place in my heart Me for sure. Me too. One of the earliest movies I can remember. It's like this: Bill and Ted, Ninja Turtles, and uh, <laughs> that shitty live action one from roughly the same time frame. Yeah, uh, the next year actually. Oh boy. Uh, this Ninja Turtles and like Return of the Jedi are three of like the movies that I have a lot of love for just because of when I saw them in my life. Sure. So early on, I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater. 
See, yeah. I mean, the first Star Wars movie I saw in the theater was The Phantom Menace. So, uh, But Return of the Jedi is one of the first ones, first movies I remember seeing. Sure. Like, in and, general. In general. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember Luke lighting up that green lightsaber and being like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's interesting. So, yeah, this movie... And it, for me, I think it's also because it was, you know, when you're 16, 17, like everything is so much more significant. Like if you find something like to like as a teenager, oh, you yeah. find something that's like, this is my shit. Yeah. And this movie was my shit. Right. Like, so it just like, it spoke to me. I loved this movie from the go. Yeah. I love whenever there's a movie that kind of like, um, See, like this movie influenced me like a lot because yeah. I wanted to be like I wanted to be Keanu Reeves in this movie. Like sure. I wanted to dress like him. Sure, I wanted to have his hair. I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted to have like his uh, his save the humans patch. You know, I wanted like all of that. I wanted his, it. His kind of floppy, easy go. Like I mean, the whole Circle yes. K scene. They're there asking people coming and going from the Circle K for feedback on historical. When did the Mongols rule China? <laughs> I don't know. I just work here. <laughs> there are strange things afoot at the Circle K. <laughs> so good. Oh, oh, and when Rufus comes out of the booth, what oh. is the, the first thing they ask him? Is is do they also ask him when did the Mongols rule China? No. Yeah, no, or something, they ask him something, else? something about Napoleon or, or something, and that's why they yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we'll just go. We can just ask why him. Why we ask him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. We that. haven't spoken one word about George uh, Carlin. George Carlin. I, it's like the iconic thing for George Carlin, which at the time was weird because he was the hippie comic. Yeah. So to have him show up wearing that suit and the cool glasses, it, it was more jarring than I'm sure it seemed to you being somebody who didn't have any experience with him prior to right. this would be my guess. I mean, I grew up with George Carlin. Right. He was He was one of the top five of my, like, you know, I, Richard Pryor mm-hmm. tapes, Steve Martin er, records, and George Carlin records, and Bill yeah. Cosby and Cheech and Chong. But uh, so who, he, wait, who is that second last one? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Uh, but so he was like irreverent, and and he's I mean, not really that funny in the movie. No, that was the other thing. It was like, oh, it's like a dramatic turn for him. But it's not, it's not really dramatic. No, it's he's mo- just he's, a straight man. He's yeah, he's the straight man. Yeah. He's just like an exposition machine. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it was just an interesting like. It is an interesting choice if you think about it, because why would you pick George Carlin for that role? Why wouldn't you pick? Because all the other people in the future are are um, music, music musicians. People. So you know, maybe yeah. it's because he can nominally can act. <laughs> yeah. Like not necessarily everyone doing music. I mean, he's good in the movie. Yeah, he's fine. I like him in the movie. It's just yeah. it's it's weird that he's there because yeah. when you watch it, you're like, he's not like it's to give jokes it, it's or to, anything. No, but it does give like. He is inarguably the most famous person in the movie. I was actually wondering about that too, because oh, I wonder 100%. if that's why this movie was successful at all. No, it's successful because it's so good. But maybe I, I can't. I can't imagine he had the draw to get the budget. Right? Okay. Like something about it got the budget. I don't know. The, maybe the producer sucked some cock in the bathroom or something. I, who knows? I mean, it could. It could have been though, because it could have been like we've got George Carlin on board for this. Yeah. So, but, but that's my give point. Us, is he and was, six and a half million is not a lot of money. I mean, even for the time, that wasn't like. I suppose you're right. It just seemed, whatever they did with that, but they did it so much with so little. Yeah. I guess is really what what it is. You're right. Cause it just feels like it's got a big budget, but I can't imagine. Again, George Carlin was irreverent. He wasn't, he wasn't 
the guy you'd turn to to put butts in seats at the time. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think as I'm saying that who would have been that person, but comic even, wise, but. even now with like indie movies, people can get financing for a movie based on one sure. star and kind of like a supporting role. Oh, I know, you know what I mean. But, so like, I, I, I mean, it's not. I, I really can't see George. I mean, he hadn't put a record out for ten years at that point, right? Like he hmm. is. His claim to fame was the seven words you can't say on TV, and that was like from the mid seventies. Well, I don't. I don't wait, think he was wasn't doing he putting out putting out records like all the time. I don't. No, think he had put at that point. No, he, he had put out a, a, an album in eighty four, eighty six, eighty eight. Oh, okay. Then I'm, I'm um, totally misremembering. Maybe he were, was. He maybe he was much more on the. These were HBO specials. He had been. Oh doing God, an, that's right. No, what am I saying? He yeah. was. That's right. He was on fucking HBO all the time yeah. at that point. Okay, he, he so maybe H- I, I'm, I'm off. I'm Every off. two years yeah. in the 80s. No, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, 84 was... HBO, 86 HBO, yeah. 88 HBO. The fucked up thing is I for sure watched every single one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did a lot. He yeah. did a lot. Uh, so no, he was still, he was like consistently you're putting right. out stuff. No, you're right. Stuff. So you, you're, I, I, I backpedal on all that. He um, was certainly the, he was certainly the, the draw that, that got, that script passed around for sure. It was like, we got George Carlin attached to this. Oh, really quick. Okay. Here, really quick. So this, the screenplay was written by Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson who have written, who wrote the sequel and are writing the third one okay. or wrote the third one okay. in 87. It was based on a comedy stand-up routine they had performed while in college. Uh, Stephen ah. Herrick, the director, called the screenplay incredibly laugh out loud, but recognized that because some of the off-center humor targeting a specific audience, the film was either going to, quote, either be a huge hit or a huge flop. Hmm. Well, and um, that, it, it's the strength of that. The director did it, right? Like, that is entirely, that's another way of saying what I was saying, right? Like, mm-hmm. the jokes in this movie, the way they approach all of it, it, it has to be done right or it's going to do fucking, it's going to be terrible. And they, they did it, man. Yeah, yeah. There's there's actually a lot of kind of like interesting backstory of the movie and like the writing and the production of the movie. Um, uh, so I I recommend people, um, you know, Check, read go, read up on check it. Up, go if, check if, out Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're interested at all, because there it, there is some interesting stuff about it. Uh, Keanu Reeves was the uh, was one of the first to audition, uh, and was. It's interesting. I I, I kind of took it for granted that they brought it to him. Uh, could have been Polly Shore, River Phoenix, Sean mm. Penn, or Brendan Fraser. I do feel like I remember thinking this seems like Polly Shore. Because he had just started as a, a VJ. Yeah. Not seems like it, like he should have had the role, but there was that personality was just kind of Spicol- out there. I mean, and it's also Spicoli-esque, so it makes sense a that Sean bit. Penn yeah, a would bit. be considered as well. Oh, God, Sean Penn would have been terrible. Sean Penn sucks. Fuck Sean Penn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Especially for this, though. Like, I mean, and just fucking, I again, I hate actors. I hate actors so much who think they're so fucking cool because okay, they're, I'm a good actor. I so fucking you. what, dude? Fuck you. And what was that book that he wrote? <laughs> I don't that know. he just wrote that was like he did. He wrote a oh my god! He wrote a book called uh, this this fucking title of this book. Uh, I wish that was the name of the book. This fucking this title fucking of, title this, of fucking this book. No, uh, what? Oh, it's uh, Bob Honey who just do stuff. It came out in 2018. It's so oh my god! Fuck you, Sean Penn. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. Who else did you, you say? Oh, River Phoenix. River Phoenix. Mm. Not. That like against type for sure. All of those would not guys worked, are not but. are not lighthearted enough. Nobody you named in there would fit. Like Paul no. Shore is not f- capable enough. No. And he was a real idiot back then. Yeah, 
Uh, um, although I do have some love for some Pauly Shore movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but they were like <laughs> they were like five, six years later than yeah, this. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, I mean, he, he was eighteen, twenty, like working in, as a VJ and just talking about getting major bail. Oh, oh, oh. So what I was looking for is I was looking for something specific about George Carlin. Oh. Um, and Alex Winter said the casting of George Carlin was a happy, a very happy accident. Really? Uh, the role of Rufus had not been established when filming started. Uh, Herrick stated that their intention was to have Eddie Van Halen as Rufus, oh, given the frequency God. of Van Halen references in the screenplay, but because of the low budget of the film, that could not, they could not get that to happen. He would have been terrible. Uh, they made a short list, including Ringo Starr, oh, <laughs> R- okay. Roger Daltrey, Sean Connery, and Again. Charlie Sheen. Ugh. I mean, Sean Connery and Ringo Starr both make sense. They kind of have a Carlin-esque look to them well, anyway. until you said... I mean, a lot of those were mu- music people. Yeah, which, again, Charlie Sheen. Been, what the fuck? You know, I could see Ringo Starr in that role. Actually, I could see them because he they kind of cut George Carlin's figure to look like Ringo Starr at the time. Right? He kind of looks like Ringo Starr. Yeah, so. I mean, it make, yeah, it makes sense. It would make sense. Oh, by the way. We brought it up. I brought it up during permanent record. That is definitely the same guitar. I'm pretty sure that oh, that has to be oh, Keanu's yes, guitar because yes, yes, yes. that is the same guitar. It's like an un, like the guitar that Rufus brings him at the end. No, no, no. The guitar that he's playing at the beginning. Yeah, it's okay. a, it's a Fender Stratocaster. That's I, the one. Oh, thing. that's right. No, you're right. You're right. Because he brings him that like that yeah. triangular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. That actually makes me mad as that a person. That made me mad. No, it made me mad in 1988 or yeah. 89 too. I was just like. That's clearly a shittier guitar. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I wasn't a music guy. I was that, just like, that's also are... another thing that doesn't ring true when they're like, we can't yeah. even afford decent instruments. I'm yeah. like, Ted, you're playing a Fender Strat, dude. <laughs> like, that's a good guitar. And uh, B- Bill's guitar is also a good guitar. Uh, yeah. So it does when. No, like, but yeah. but for the flashy, because this was hair metal days. So yeah. the good guitar was uh, right. an electric guitar with no. Uh, it's got Head it's just it. got lock tuners, you know. Oh, God, <laughs> it's dude. stupid. Uh, you, okay, in your research, who's actually playing the guitar that's supposedly George Carlin's hands at the end? Oh, because <laughs> uh, that was fucking awesome. Let me see. <laughs> um, I, I'm sure I can. Let me find. I'm sure it's on IMDb. And, and I still felt like watching it again. I know it's gonna happen, but when Rufus shows up with the princesses uh-huh. at the end, it's kind of a little like. I, I've never liked that uh, the women are the reward for the journey aspect of movies. Yeah. And like putting that in the end, I was like, that feels... So I wonder if just at the last minute, because that and then Rufus going, they get better, which is a funny ending joke for the movie. Yeah. I wonder, back to my comment that it wasn't intended to have a sequel, I wonder if they kind of threw that like the last revision of the script or whenever they filmed that scene just kind of decided, Hey, we could throw a little bit more out there so that there's a story hanging. Yeah. With the intent of maybe we could do, I mean, there's nothing, nothing harmed by implying a sequel, even if you never get around to it, but right. Like leaving it open or leaving whatever. It open. But prior to that scene and that scene could have been filmed in, you know, after production, right? Like they, there's no, nothing connecting that scene to the rest of the movie. Right. Other than it's like, you know, it's kind of a button. I can't find who was actually playing. That's, that's um, fine. It was, it was, let's just say it's Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, there is, there's a, there's a ton of great trivia about the movie though. Especially, <laughs> I'm sure, like this movie's great. Dude. They 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 each auditioned for the opposite role. Huh. Which is kind of funny. 
I find it funny that they auditioned at all, I guess, but it makes sense if the characters were written, uh, if the, the, the it was based off of characters that the, the screenwriters themselves used to yeah. do as a thing, then it makes sense that they would want to go find, I wonder if there was video of that and, and Alex and, and Keanu saw any of it. No. Yeah. Whatever. Um, it doesn't fucking matter. But this is a, this is, let's do the woes, dude. Let's get to the woes. Okay. Let's get to the woes. Um, actually, wait, hold on. <laughs> I was that your Napoleon belch. I like I like some of the like I get what you're saying about that ending, but I do like that they in Bogus Journey. Sure, I like the threads that they pick up and the threads that yeah. they the threads that they follow. I li- I like the threads that they follow. Well, so I'll just say that. Yeah, but in you know at the end of the movie in 1989 when the princesses show up and yeah. then they like they get to smooch on them a little bit and then. But I guess by telling them, well, they're in the band too, it makes it a funny joke. And yeah. then the whole like, let can I rip? Can I can I jam with you? And then yeah, they're yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a funny joke. It is a funny joke. But and I I like I mean I like the princesses in Bogus Journey. Yeah, yeah. Even no, though they are it playing. pays off later. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I I do having get them just show saying. up and be like, here's the pretty girls that we already showed you in the movie. I have sex too. with them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess would time to make love. <laughs> Um, all, all right. right. How, How many would, woes? What are you fucking kidding? A hundred? It's a thousand woes, a thousand bro. Woes. Okay, <laughs> I'll give it a thousand. <laughs> I'm going to give it a thousand woes too. This is a, this is if anything's canon for the Keanu cast. Keanu, we do. Keanu. It's a touchstone. It, it's a touchstone. It's 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 a beyond the rest of it. It yeah. is on in and of itself. I mean, it's it's a great movie for it's a great '80s movie yeah. uh, for like nostalgia purposes, but it also holds up. And yeah. a lot of a, the only th- the only joke that doesn't hold up is the the slur, the homophobic oh, slur. Yeah, that's true. But that's true. See, like meeting the movie where it's at, it doesn't. I mean, I, they don't lean into it as a yeah, thing. Yeah, it, even in that moment. I mean, I guess it's it, no, it's it's not. There's nothing positive about it, but. right? You're right. It's you're right. It is the only the only joke in the movie, the only action in the movie that really and cu- and that I actually do think that is saying something because uh-huh. so many movies from this oh, era yeah. and previous, like if you watch like Animal House or like Revenge of the Nerds oh, or like goodness, yeah, you're right. Because you even know? the treatment of the even the Missy relationship with the dad could be so problematic, and they don't. It's still treated kind of sweet, right? Yeah. Like she, I mean, it's they don't lean into the sex about it. Like it's implied. Right. And there's that one scene where they kind of look at each other, which is where I'm like, this doesn't make sense. She would not be interested in this dude, but yeah, it, you know, and she's just kind of like, whatever. And she shows up and she's next to the teacher and she's trying to be a mom. Like she is. That's, like, so, she's, that's the joke. Right? I know so she's four years older and she's acting like she's like 25 years older than them. I know. But like, she's, She's the way the character is treated yeah. is as a joke, You're but right. she's still like she's still like a yeah. character. Yeah, it's not it it doesn't come across as gross. Yeah. Uh, and she still has like agency as a character. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I mean she's supposed to be pretty ditzy, but Yeah. But she's not. Mm. You know what I mean? Like she just she's not like not get- <laughs> there's, there's a fucking time machine that lands on her hose and she just looks at it. I mean, she's supposed to be kind of a California ditz girl at the yeah, time. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like, it's not. <laughs> she's got those big headphones on. Bill and Ted are still ditzier than she is. True. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 that's true. She doesn't become the object of ridicule because of, she's just who yeah. she is. And, yeah. and if anything, 
I mean, yeah, it's it's a little lecherous, but he's he wants her. <laughs> yeah. He's got a little Oedipal complex. Yeah. <laughs> but uh it but it, that's a that's the kind of relationship that would in future viewings kind of be like but it's not worse than the relationship that marty mcfly has with his mom in back to the future no you know what i mean you mean because he bangs his mom well she wants to bang him no he totally bangs her (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah i mean yeah well but that still holds up that's kind of the point of the movie right right and it holds up in this i'm thinking more like in annie hall (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, pl- there's plenty. There's plenty of movies that you can point to and say this, this does working. this did not age well at all. <laughs> and this movie has very it, the fact that it's thirty years few, old and now, surprisingly few of them, considering that it is relying on jokey jokes. Yeah, that exactly. Jokey jokes are you? I mean, that's like Revenge of the Nerds. So many jokey jokes are like, oh boy, that makes me. I can't believe how much I chuckled at that when I was fourteen. There's no like stereotypical black character yep. who just comes in to like break dance. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's that's no, a really good point. You know what I mean? Because like, that would have been the time for that. Yeah, there's no like. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's just not a lot of stuff like that. Uh, no, I guess you're right. So, I mean. I think and, that's why the movie aged well, yeah. as as well as it has. Because it's so sweet. The yes. movie is sweet. It's nobody. Just there's sweet. N- nobody is the butt of the joke. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. You're Other right. like Bill and no. Ted are the butt of their, but they're, but they're not. But it's not malicious or mean spirited. Right. Yeah. They're just kinda, it's so I love it. It's sweet. It's sweet. Yeah. And Napoleon's the butt of his own jokes, but he's fucking Napoleon. He's Napoleon. And even that is a safe kind of stereotype to go with. Like it's not even French people. It's this one specific French person who is historically understood to. To be ill-tempered. Yeah, and he's a dick. And he's a dick. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> but he's not. He's not. He's also not treated in like no, they, they a malicious him, way. They're no, just even like, that whole. And we didn't talk about it, the Waterloo. Uh, oh, the, god damn it! The, the water We're, slide. We might stuff. have to do a part two. I'm sure we'll talk about this movie <laughs> yeah, yeah, again in Bogus Journey. But that whole sequence where he discovers how fun it is to go on the water slide and then he's just like running up and he like, they, they just show him like even there where he's like pushing kids out of the way. And then the next sequence is he's like picking the kid up and he's like getting excited with it. like even that, like he, he is sweet. Like Yeah, he like puts his arm around the kid and like is pointing up to the water yeah. slide. And, and he's like explaining to the little kid who's like, and he's obviously speaking French to like a five-year-old yeah. who's just like, what? Yeah. But yeah, it's like the sense that he's like, have you seen this? <laughs> I don't know if you know, but if you get up there, and go, and you're gonna, your mind is going to be fucking blown. It makes me want to do a water slide, and I don't. I mean, water slides are fine. Yeah. All, all I think of it, water slides is I'm going to get sunburned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to wait in line for a long time, which is not a problem for Napoleon because he's just he's cutting just in line. Cutting in line, and he's got his big fat underpants on, so everyone's just like, "That guy's an insane person. Let him go first. And clear. You can clearly see like the outline of his dick the whole time he's there. <laughs> You can see all his pubes, and he's got a lot because he's from. He's from the 1700s. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. Anyways, and he does this. His whole his whole game plan that they showed during the the presentation is water slides yeah, all over yeah. Europe. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. I love that joke. I don't think it's going to work. It just smashes it. A petulant child. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Um, a thousand woes. Put this one in the canon. There is no comparison other than Bogus Journey. So I guess there is comparison coming. Well, I think it's it's one of these movies that's just kind of like a touchstone Keanu movie. Oh, absolutely. For the We Do Keanu, it is the touchstone movie. That's why we're... Well, I do notice that you use music from the other movie for our, our... 
intro music, but th- that's okay. Well, I mean, that's there's just, more music in that one, so it makes sense. And that song is just very, mm, yes. <laughs> it's just very, uh, I think it's very indicative of what we are trying to do here. Yes. <laughs> All right. So what's our, what's our next one? So our next one is a little bit, uh, like we talked about before, it doesn't really make sense in regards to what we are try like what we have established as like the movies that we are covering because it's right. it's parenthood oh okay and, oh, oh and he's okay. not the star of that movie i see i see but he is it's an ensemble movie mm-hmm. and he is he i love this movie so i want to talk about it so the next episode might be a little like less keanu heavy although he does play like i i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to revisiting this movie right away because it's I, one of my I haven't seen favorites. it in a while but i do know that i like it I remember liking. I remember the sweetness of when the kid catches the 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 hot, the pop fly out. Yes, and like I remember that sticking out to me for some reasons. So. There, there are a lot of moments in the movie that are very poignant. Yeah, especially seeing them in adult, watching it as an adult now. Kind of, kind of like um, parenthood moments that are. Yeah, that was supposed to be more of a laugh line, but you took it very earnestly. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something else. And so when you said parenthood, I was like, that is the movie we're talking about. (laughs) Well, but I just meant like parenthood in general. Like, yeah, it it does. It's well titled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fair. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to talking about it. And and I also think it plays an important role in the Keanu Reeves chronology. Okay. So, I'll, I'll um, watch it with that an eye to that. So. Okay. Okay. So I'm excited. So Me too. That's a, that's Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Um, it's fucking best movie. God damn, I love that movie. Um, until next time, uh, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. Not-